it's hard, but it's like I've also been through harder things than working out. And those things, I think, have fueled my fire and they've really, really built some grit. Welcome back to Made by Mario. On today's episode, I interview the greatest athlete of all time. You guessed it, my wife, Haley Mario. Uh, we sit down and talk about last year, her entire CrossFit journey, all the stuff she's been through. But first, this episode is brought to you by Victory Grips. If you're a competitive CrossFit athlete or just a dedicated fitness athlete who's tired of dealing with ripped hands, Victory Grips are your solution. Victor Pellegrino combined his background in competitive gymnastics, functional fitness, and design to create Victory Grips. You can find all the different designs and sizing instructions at victorygrips.com. Without any further ado, oh by the way, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Super important to help the channel grow. Without any further ado, show today. It's called Made by Mario. I'm not usually the one behind the microphone, but I am today. And guess what? It's featuring me. Haley Mario, what's up? Your name is in the title, so that's good. <laughs> so we have one microphone. We're doing this in person. Normally, most of my interviews are done remotely, so it's a little easier for me to just sit in front of the mic. Uh, but to do this in person today, I really wanted to to touch base with you before you go to the West Coast Classic. This is a really important competition for you. And, you know, you and I talk about this stuff all the time, but this is kind of for everybody watching too that wants to pick your brain and like kind of get to know where you're at and how you're feeling about the competition and everything like that. Um, oh my God, she's already tearing up. That didn't take much. <laughs> we're, we're not even two minutes in. Oh God, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Okay, dude, waterworks already. Great. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about where we're at, like what gym we're in and why we're here and kind of the how all of last year played out regarding COVID and your training and everything, all the craziness. All right, so uh, we are currently in Blacksburg, Virginia. We've been here, or I have been here since the lockdown uh, of 2020 last year, um, basically we were, um, I was getting ready to compete at the West Coast Classic. Um, it was that weekend. It was like my birthday weekend. I will never forget it. Um, and it got canceled like the week of, and then, um, yeah, everything. We were like a week out and it got canceled. Um, and I was actually packed, um, for, competition obviously um, as well as New Zealand and I was going to be heading to New Zealand with Josh uh, for his job um, he's working on a film so I was going to head out that way um, so I had actually like gotten all of like work covered like so my schedule was like cleared up because I was going to do some time um, over in New Zealand and just kind of like explore and see the world um, I had been there before, but there's so many things I still wanted to see. And um, they were going to be primarily in Wellington. Um, and I absolutely loved it there. Um, thanks to Luke Fiso and his girlfriend, Emma. Um, they are great um, and great training partners. I think they call them partners. Partners. Um, anyways, they were freaking awesome. Um, and so it... Like, I just wanted to go back. 
um, and spend some more time there. Um, but the world had other plans. And so basically, um, New Zealand, that got canceled. Well, first it got canceled. The normal flight got canceled. Then there was like um, a private flight that was booked and then that got canceled. And when that got canceled, we got sent here um, because that's where Josh needed to be to continue working with the production. Um, and then a few months into it, um, basically, uh, Josh was able to go to New Zealand. I stayed here. Um, I was training hard. Like, I was training really, really hard. I was just training for the first time ever. So, so sorry, glossed over a couple parts of the story that I think are really important. So, um, when, we, when we got here, this was during quarantine of last year. So, thankfully, the owner of 460 Fitness, which is Velvet Minute, um, was kind enough to, uh, you know, let us rent out equipment. She was renting them out to all of her members, but also, you know, I needed that equipment for my job. So we were staying kind of out in the country in the middle of nowhere. And so we just kind of had this equipment and Haley was just training by herself in like the living room, you know, like, and I'm sure that lots of people can relate to this, especially last year. So once we got the green light to go to New Zealand, I was like, oh, cool, Haley will come too, you know? However, the way it worked out just based solely on COVID, only a certain number of us were able to get into New Zealand. So Haley unfortunately had to stay here, but luckily 460 Fitness is here. And we, we like to call this like a no excuses gym. Can you go over that a little bit? Yeah. So, um, so, you know, obviously I kept training, Josh was gone. And then right when he left the, the gym was able to open up to limited capacity. Um, Velvet trained with me every single day, every session. Um, so it was, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> 10 times. Oh my God. <laughs> this is going to get emotional. We're not even to the good stuff yet. <laughs> Dude, we're like, fine. I know. Anyways, um, Velvet train with me every day. I can't. Okay, you can do it. I believe in you. Um, so that was freaking awesome because um, I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they say they'll show up, um, but it's hard. It's really hard to push yourself like that every day. So um, I always tell people, I'm like, look, anyone can train with me. I don't care what level you are. I don't care. I don't care. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, I just need, you know, I need someone to chase all the time. And like, for me, I'm just like, look, if you want to be better and you push yourself as hard as you can and you show up when you say you're going to show up, I'm like, that's all I ask, you know? And so that was pretty cool. You know, being in a very small town, like a place like completely different from Los Angeles, like, I mean, it doesn't get more different than yeah. this place. Um, I was super grateful to be here, though, throughout um, the lockdown and stuff because I know Los Angeles was <laughs> not not the greatest place to be, um, which is so crazy because it's home for me and so nuts. But I was super grateful that, like, the gym opened here where everyone in Los Angeles was far from that. Um, so anyways, back to like the no excuses part of this gym. Um, I'm sure you guys can kind of see this in the video. It is a nice gym. It's stunning. It was, 
yeah, we have been to hundreds of gyms. Um, we've toured all over the world, all over uh, the U.S., Canada, and Europe primarily. And man, this is the nicest gym I've been to. It has everything you need plus more. All the toys. I mean, it has a sauna upstairs, a shower. I mean, everything yeah. you need. Like, it's just so nice. Um, so it's just like one of those gyms that like, you know, there's a lot of athletes out there and they like, you know, I had, a, I went through a lot of this kind of stuff in LA. It's like, I would train primarily at one gym, but then I'd have to go over the hill to another gym because we didn't have a piece of equipment. And then I would have to go buy my own handstand ramp and drag that along to where I needed to train with the other stuff. So it was just like, you know, it's kind of a hassle. I mean, you'll make it work if you really want, you know, to be successful in this sport but when you have a gym that has everything it makes your life so much easier so it's like if there are people out there and you you know need a place to train to where you just primarily want to make like the crossfit games or just like semi-finals this is not a bad place you know no distractions um just lots of cows you know in the fields and stuff and that's pretty cool so don't i don't hate that uh so i, d I do want to switch gears a little bit and talk about your approach to this season. Last season we had the, the sanctionals going on the entire time, and this whole season seemed very uncertain for a lot of people. And so, like, when they announced the format of it, first of all, were you optimistic about how it would turn out? What would you think about how the Open fed into quarterfinals and how that seeded the semifinals? Like, what were your thoughts about the season so far? Um, yeah, I think the way like the open was, I thought it was really cool. You know, three weeks is more than enough time for most of, um, the community in the CrossFit world. I think five weeks people are so checked out, like after, um, after week three, they're tired, they're over it. They got other things going on and then feeding into quarterfinals, um, you know, that's when, like, for the elites, that's when it really was like, okay, this is go time. I really need to dial it in. I really need to do what I can do to move on. Um, so for me, like, in stage one, I knew I was going to make it to the next stage. Like, All right, well, hold on. given, I yeah. So th this is, like, one of the first times you've ever done the open, one and done. How did that feel? There was one I repeated. Okay. <laughs> it was the yeah, it was the first one because I was like, it was wall walks though. Nobody knew what the heck was going on, so I like had to figure it that was out. So like dialed into the old mindset of like I have right, to yeah, that's what I was gonna talk about. Yeah, so going into the first stage, I was just like, all right, let's do it. You know, it was just like no pressure, very like, you know, just kind of like when you show up to the gym, you just kind of like put your head down, you work, and then it's over. But there wasn't that like pressure of like, it's go time. Yeah. You know, I was like, I still wanted to do my best, you know, where some people felt like the elites didn't have to push as hard or whatever. That That's BS because I can tell you right now, I pushed hard, you know? And yes, if it was um, something where it was like, that's how I was moving on. Um, yes, I would have repeated it. And yes, I would have shaved time off because I'm good at that. But I still gave it 100% effort because that is how I am wired and that is just what I do. But yes, the pressure wasn't the same. 
Um, and now I'm wondering, like, so you were mentioning, like, you know, the elites still had to push hard just because that's what you guys do. However, m you know, my, my counter argument to that is, like, did it matter as much for you guys? No. But some of the stuff you guys have to endure at the later stages in order to be successful and in order to get to semifinals, like, it hurts. It's not fun. It's such a grind. And it's like, I think a lot of people don't get that, like, they're like, I did the same workout. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand, like, if you can do these movements that well, you have to go at a certain speed that you don't know what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? And I would argue, too, even for me, like, I've been doing this sport a long time, you know, and it's like, I think there's even, you know, athletes that are obviously stronger than me, and it's like, for them to do certain workouts at a certain speed, there's a level of fatigue metabolically or, or even, like, regarding my CNS that I don't really know what that feels like compared to certain guys, like Griffin Raleigh and stuff. Like, if he's doing, like, a super heavy snatch light like I don't know what it feels like to throw those weights around you know what I'm saying how did your intensity change going from the open to semifinals because not only did your intensity have to change the format changed yeah so going from uh, stage one to stage two there was a complete like switch um, in the way I approach things um, and given that it was only over a weekend which was completely new so I knew that there were going to be a few that I didn't get to repeat um that was weird. That was new. But because I knew that, I knew that it was just like, you give what you got and you hope that's good enough. How do you feel about the, the events in general for quarterfinals, like relative to your skill set? Yeah, the, the events for quarterfinals, um, four out of the five were not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Like, usually I get, like, one that is a fastball down the middle, which I got. It's not, like, my favorite kind of workout, but I got it. Um, the wall ball rowing one, right? Like, that one was just, like, fastball down the middle. Um, and then usually I get, like, one or two others that, like, I do pretty dang well at. This time, though, it was, like, one fastball down the middle and then four tests where there was something in there that I was like, oh boy, you know. Did you honestly think that you were going to qualify once you learned what all the tests were? I never doubted myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I never doubted myself. I was like, oh, you know, I looked at him. I'm like, okay, you know, especially, I mean, I'm sure everybody that knows me or has competed against me was like, Ooh, four rep front squat's going to get this girl. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about that. So I feel like there's a, n a number of athletes at the level that you compete at to where it's like the wads will come out and many times they're like, oh, yeah, this is great. This looks awesome, you know, and especially at in-person events, you know, they're trying to put on a show. There's a spectacle element of it. So there'll be a lot of like kind of flashy movements and this and that. And it's like, you know, everybody's like, oh man, this be so much fun, this and that. And I'm like, I feel like for the last seven years, the wads have come out and there's always stuff where you're just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And then you do it, you know, and you succeed somehow. And it's like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, is that why you never doubted yourself? Because you're like, dude, I've been here so many times. Yeah, I think the, I didn't doubt myself because I like hard things 
and I like to see what I can do. Like right now I'm going to West Coast Classic and I'm like looking at the programming and I'm like, this is like a CrossFit Games weekend. Like this is no joke. Like these workouts are hard and they're great tests, but it's gonna be a very challenging weekend. And it's like, we were talking about it a little bit and it's like, why would I have been put anywhere else? Right? It's like, I like being thrown into things that I'm not great at. Like I like, I like seeing what I'm capable of, even, especially, I shouldn't say even, I should say, especially when it's not my thing. Because I'm like, I look back at like these moments, especially like, here's one, for example, um, the snatch ladder uh, in, was it 2016? So I needed, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't get out of the first uh, snatch weight, which was 135. And then I got disqualified because I failed to meet the minimum requirement on a strict muscle up, which I did get my first one in person at that competition, which I think for me was a huge like light switch. Like it was just kind of like that moment right there where I failed, I think has been one of the biggest things that has changed me in this sport like I think if that moment hadn't happened as sucky as it was I wouldn't be where I'm at today so like and and like just so you guys just so everybody knows it's like when she was getting ready to do that strict muscle up in practice like you weren't close I mean, it, it wasn't close. Like, and to, to go out there in front of everyone and stand there and try for 18 minutes and to get no repped a bunch of times and finally do it. And I think you did two, right, or something uh, like that? I did four, but, like... Well, no, that was the minimum requirement was four. But I got no repped on a few. But, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, no. I mean, I think that had to be such a huge, crazy revelation for you to where you're just like, this thing that seemed impossible is now a reality. How, how do you relate the mindset that you use doing stunt work with this? Because you've mentioned a couple times, you're like, I like being thrown into situations I'm not ready for. Does it, uh, can you talk a little bit about that and how that pertains to, like, your stunt work and, and other things like that? Well, I, I like to, uh, you know, credit CrossFit a lot for stunt work just because I think without that foundation, like, I wouldn't have had as much confidence yeah. and grit um, as I do. So CrossFit, I really feel like, it hasn't just built like this like athletic like platform for me, but like it's like made me like become this person that's just unstoppable in a lot of other areas. So, you know, like things like getting lit on fire or getting thrown into a live show where um, the wires stop working and now you're doing um, this live show on your feet when normally you're supposed to be flying through the air, it just kind of like teaches you like, okay, what do I have to do right now? Like to stay calm under pressure. So yeah, I really like think CrossFit just like completely shaped me in like these insane ways. Um, You know, and it's like, I've been chasing like winning for so long. I didn't know I was this emotional. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been chasing like winning for so long that it's like it's easy to forget why you're really doing it. 
while you gather yourself, I'm going to talk a little bit about you. Um, I love you. Um, <laughs> having watched you go through this entire process, um, it's been a roller coaster ride, and literally the only box you haven't checked is going to the CrossFit Games, right? However, I, I do, and I'm sure that's super frustrating, you know, and I, I can't imagine being in that position, but I do want to point something out. The people that you were competing against, with the exception of a few, like Becca, uh, there may be one or two more, but like yeah. thinking about like your regional in 2014, which was your first one, right? I can't name too many people that are still competing at this level, qualifying for the semifinals, except for you. Like, you've been doing this since 2014. That's an incredible track record. And I think you only missed one year. You made sanctionals. You, you're still, like, you placed top 10 at Mayhem. Like, you've gotten, and Norway, you progressively better as you go. And I guess my point is, is like, your entire career is not a failure. You've accomplished something really remarkable that I think flies under the radar a little bit. Uh, can you talk about like what it feels like to still be at this level after all this time? Um, well, one, it feels really good. Yeah. Well, my body <laughs> might say otherwise, but I mean, I'm still moving and I'm still improving. And I think, you know, like everyone's, you know, like, got a story and this is just the way mine's written yeah. but yeah it does feel really good to know that like I'm still doing it you know like because this is hard like you know every, I think everybody wants to be you know on top of the podium everybody wants to you know gain 50,000 followers you know everybody wants these things that are like at the end of the tunnel but like I don't think they always understand how much work it really takes to get there um and so yeah sometimes for me it just feels like I'm like man I have this box to check and like I haven't checked it but I feel like I should have I don't at this point honestly I don't think it matters yeah it does it honestly like Here's the thing about CrossFit. Like, I, I also want to talk about, like, how much harder it's gotten, right? Like, it when I first started, you guys, like, I was chasing people like Becca, uh, Lauren, Val, Lindsay. Um, you know, like, I've been doing this for a long time, but I was, like, so far away from them. Like, I, like, it was like, you know, their scores would roll in and I'm like, all right. <laughs> they got, like, the top 10, but, you know, I got, like... 80th place like I'm doing it here we go you know and it was like there was always this like huge gap for me and like the best in the world um so for like 10 years I've been like closing that gap and it's so cool to see like me just getting closer and closer and closer and closer and I'm like you know what like even if I don't make the CrossFit games you're right like it's not like what I've been doing is not uh it's not a failure like as much as it sucks, you know, like maybe I'm supposed to go through these things um, so I can help other people. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and it's hard, but it's like I've also been through harder things than working out. 
And those things, I think, have fueled my fire and they've really, really built some grit. If you don't go through hard things, man, (laughs) if you don't go through hard things, you're never going to get it. You know, for years, uh, you, I've asked you, like, what's your, you know, what's your why? What's the thing that gets you up in the morning doing this? Because, I mean, it takes a tremendous will. You know, people, it's such a cliche thing to be like, oh, find your why, you know, all that stuff. So for those of you guys that don't know, Haley's mom passed away in 2014. That was really, really hard for her. We got married the next year. It was tough. It was a really hard time, you know. And she's grown so much as a woman and as an individual. It's been really remarkable to see. But the thing that I noticed almost immediately once that happened was Haley's CrossFit. She just went headfirst into CrossFit. And, uh, you know, I think without you telling me, I kind of know what your why is. And your ability to channel grief and hardship and... Ugh, just some of, some of the toughest moments that you've been through into your sport, into your athletics, and into your effort, I don't think I've seen too many people do that. It's amazing. It's been amazing to be a part of and to watch. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that. I don't really have a question for this one. <laughs> uh, do you want to elaborate a little bit? Uh, yeah, so my mom passed away suddenly. Um, and I remember... Tim, um, he he goes, well, do you still want to compete? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And so I think, <laughs> yeah, so I said, yes. Um, like there was never a doubt in my mind whether I was going to continue to compete or not. Like I made regionals, like, are you kidding? Like, let's go. But there has, you know, there have been so many um, opportunities throughout the years where I could have quit. Um, easily like easily (laughs) where just things didn't line up or like it was hard to get to the gym or had other things going on or you know but I am so glad I didn't because I am such a different person because of it Um, so for anyone you know obviously if you know like if you're chasing winning and you haven't made it yet or it might not happen, like you're not losing. I guess you're really only losing if you're not trying, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, here, you guys can read this. <laughs> this has been my favorite interview so far. <laughs> One thing that I will say, so I've been, I've been backstage a lot. Dude, we could literally talk about this for hours. We might have to do a second part. Maybe we'll do a second part when we're at the West Coast Classic. We got to split this up into multiple parts. But I will say this. I've been backstage a lot at a lot of these events. I've coached you intermittently throughout your entire career and stuff. And it's like, one thing that I love about you is that it's stressful training. It's stressful during the qualifiers, everything like that. But once you get there... I feel like you are on cloud nine. You're having so much fun. And not only that, but I feel like whether you're trying to do this or not, because I mean, I don't see why it would benefit you, but like you make other athletes relax. And I feel like certain people in the past, like 
maybe Josh Bridges did that for you. Becca did that for you. Lindsay did that for you, where they kind of were like, uh, like I, I remember earlier on you were saying, Lindsay said to you, would she say, uh, oh <laughs> Lindsay before I like knew Lindsay? <laughs> she came up to me in the warm up area. I don't even know if you remember this, Lindsay, but she was like, Haley, you're smiling too much out on the floor. You can't let your competitors see that, you know? And, <laughs> and it's like, once we got to know her, I think she was, we realized that she was kind of joking and stuff, but like, but, but my point is, is like, you know, I feel like that helped pull your guard down a little bit. And like, I feel like you do that for other girls and even other guys too, like at these events. Um, is that something you try to do on purpose? Um, I mean, like, here's the thing. It's like training is so hard and, you put so much work into it. If you can't enjoy the weekend that you've worked so hard for, like, what are you doing there? Like, don't show up and be miserable. Even if it blows up in your yeah. face. Like Everybody's got bad events. Everybody has good weekends. Some people do what they need to make the game. Some people don't. Like, but man, like, these people you're crossing paths with, they, like, can become some of your best friends. Like, if anybody understands what you do when no one's watching, it's your competitors. So I think it's super important to make, you know, obviously, like, say hi to someone. Like, meet these people. Like, you guys are so similar. Like, as much as you don't want to hear it, you are so similar. So be nice and enjoy it. Obviously, when it's go time and you're on the floor, send it and stay in your lane and you know beat the girl next to you beat the guy next to you but like be nice like don't just like show up and not like have a good time yeah. you know like for me like being on that floor it's magic like it's so cool because it's like I bust my ass in here all the time alone like and then I finally get three days where I get to show it all off and you know what like Sometimes you crush it in training and then sometimes you show up and you shit the bed. Like some things are just out of your control. You know what you're capable of. You know how much work it takes to get there. You know, so enjoy it. Like have fun. Like, and yes, I will probably go up to five people that I've never met and become best friends with them this weekend because that's just what, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Before we jump off, you know, you've been doing this since, I think you started across in 2011, 10 years, been competing at the regional semifinal level at, in 20, for, since 2014. What's on the horizon for you? You know, like, it, I think you know what, I mean, we got 17-year-olds coming up here and doing insane things and stuff, and it's like, yes, it's hard to, to keep up. You're doing a great job, like... Um, you know, people like Sam Briggs and stuff. It's just like still, still doing it and stuff. But we all know that you know, life, life eventually catches up, and you know, we got to go to the next thing. Like, do you know what that is for you yet? Like, have you thought about that? Any ideas? Obviously, Josh wants me to say we want to start a family. Um, that's really where he was going with this question. You know, I definitely still want to be involved in the CrossFit space. Um, maybe I'll compete. You know, I don't really know. I don't know where this year is going to take us. We live a crazy life. We do stunts. We travel the world. Josh going to, I don't even know where Josh going next week. Like, I don't know, you know, um, but I definitely want to stay super involved in the CrossFit space because I feel like it's just full of 
just great people um, and you got to surround yourself with like-minded people um, so you have a good life you know um, surround yourself with people that you want to be like um, and then hopefully you know I'd like to obviously like guide some people to the CrossFit Games and get them there and or you know whatever their goals are so if you guys need a coach uh, Haley might have some openings <laughs> but yeah anyways I'm super super excited to be competing at the West Coast Classic finally. It's been uh, over a year due. Um, it was gonna be in California, Del Mar, where my mom uh, showed horses. So that was super special. And then when I heard that it was moving, I was kind of like, oh, seriously? <laughs> you know, like, cause that was just so special for me to be able to share like the floor with her. Like, but it's kind of weird because it was at like a racetrack. I don't know. You guys get it. Um, but yeah, now we're going to be competing in Las Vegas. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I was a cheerleader um, at UNLV. It is going to come full circle for me. Um, and I get to compete, you know, where I went to school, where I went to college. I'm going to have some friends come out um, and watch. And I'm just so in awe by like the fact that like I'm doing this full circle because like I was a cheerleader in college and like I just feel like this is very different than cheer um you know what I mean so like trust me you guys like I get like messages from a lot of the guys I cheered for um like football players and they're like how much weight is on that bar you know and it's just it's super special and like I just have like a really big like crew behind me that isn't involved in the CrossFit space. So, you know, like I've always been in athletics um, and I've always been super supportive, you know, of football players, basketball players, um, you know, so it's really cool to like have them back me up now. Um, so I'm super glad to be able to do that in Las Vegas. So, yeah. Dude, I love you. I'm super proud of you. Uh, I just wanted to tell you that I know you know. Yeah, I can't wait to just watch you not, not just do these events, but to have fun. Like, that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most about the West Coast Classic is just the, the amount of fun that we're going to have. It's going to be so great. I can't wait. If people want to get a hold of you, where should they go? Instagram. What's your handle? I think it's underscore Haley Amber. Uh, all right. Awesome. Yeah, go, go hit up her Instagram. Give her a follow. I think she, she has a YouTube channel also, Haley Mario. Go check that out. Um, but yeah, got any other messages for him? Let's send it this week. Let's send it. All right. So uh, for Haley Mario, I'm Josh Mario reminding you to work hard and treat people well. See ya.